Welcome to the Social Impact Level Up podcast. This is where we blur the lines between business, nonprofit, and impact. Social entrepreneurs in our community share their stories of how they are changing the world and building a legacy of health, wealth, happiness, and wellness. I'm your host, Wendy V, along with my co-host, Rodrigo Bravo. Together, we're social entrepreneurs building a collective of impactful humans who are going to make this world a better place. We hope you'll join us. Here's today's episode. Hey, y'all. This is the thing I love about having your own podcast and editing it. I forgot about some of the strategies that we share in this episode, and I have not been using them. Oh my gosh. I caught myself when I listened to this and went, what am I doing? I need to re-get myself organized right now. Take a listen, and I hope this helps you get organized too. We are here to talk about organizing your vision. And one of the reasons I wanted to talk about this topic was because there is a lot of the time that I'm in my head thinking about, well, what do I want to do next? Or what am I going to work on next? And I don't always have a plan laid out day by day. Um, Sometimes I, I do my time blocking and other things that help me have a plan day by day. But sometimes I really want to take a step back and do the work of organizing my brain. And so I don't always schedule my entire week. I leave some holes in my week for different days when I feel like I want to add um, some more purposeful conversation to my day about, well, what am I really trying to do and how am I going about this? And when I go and make changes in my plan, what does that mean? And how do I enact them in a way that still complements my vision? And that's one of the ways that um, I've been working on organizing my vision is just to have time and space to do that kind of work. And that's been really helpful for me. So I'll invite you up, uh, Cynthia, and also try and still, still get some people into the room. I'm gonna share the room as well. So yeah, so that has been, oh, hey, Rodrigo. Welcome, welcome. I'm gonna add you as a moderator. Hi. Hi. You're so loud today. <laughs> I'm always loud. What are you talking about? I had to turn my volume down. Um, yes. Hey, so today we're talking about organizing your vision. And I wanted to do this room because I wanted to hear what other people are doing to work on keeping yourself organized. And that doesn't mean um, you have to be organized all the time. So I was just explaining when Cynthia and I were just here by ourselves that I spend time in the week giving myself space to do the organizing of my brain. So everything isn't scheduled out every single week, but that I have some time in there at some point in one of the days to go back and look at my tactics and my plan and my strategy and to reconnect to my vision and what I'm trying to do. So that's the topic for today's conversation. And I'm curious to hear as I'm going to invite like Doc Rico up as well. Um, how do you stay organized with what you're trying to do? I know you're, you have a bunch of things that you're trying to do, as does, as does Doc Rico. I think all three of us have like five businesses going at the same time. Um, so I'm curious, Rodrigo, Doc Rico, and Erica and Cynthia, I'll invite you guys up again. How do you keep yourself on track with moving forward in your vision in sort of an organized way? It doesn't have to be completely be structured, but how do you keep going forward or keep moving towards your vision? Well, I, th I think one of the things is to definitely have structure. I think people people tend to think that they do really well without structure. 
And for some people, it, that's probably true. But for uh, the majority of people, I really don't think that's true. I, I'll throw myself in that in that uh, pile as well. Sometimes I tr I try to you know wing it. But uh, honestly, it was it was a writing seminar, a class that I took, a workshop, uh, or you know, uh, a book writer's uh, workshop, learning how to write a book, right? The guidelines and strategies and all that. And where I found out that, that I'm kind of a pantser, where I kind of do things on the seat of my pants, and how when you don't have that structure, you tend to fall into a lot more roadblocks, a lot more obstacles. To, to prevent you from really kind of getting to your goal. Not saying that you won't get to your goal, but you know, when you do have that structure, you have a guideline, you have some type of trajectory and you set it out and whatnot, it just makes it that much easier. And I, I didn't really realize that until I became an entrepreneur uh, back, back when I was in the corporate world. You probably agree with this, uh, Wendy, and I know Dr. Rico, you're still in the corporate space. Uh, you know, the structure is laid out for you. And sometimes you don't even have a choice if you want to, partake in the structure or not you know it's there right and so that kind of makes that choice for you you don't have to confront it as much as you do when you're an entrepreneur as an entrepreneur i can decide whether okay i'm going to work on the module that i need to do to complete you know the series of videos or i can spend the entire day watching youtube videos you know on chess you know it's it's uh it's definitely structure that you need or that i need in my life, so so I have a series of calendars. I have a bunch of uh, uh, helpful things that I do for my, you know, my my multiple things that I manage. And I think just finding the right tools for you, you know, trying out those tools, and then sticking with the ones that really help you. I, I think that's one of the key ways that I do, you know, successfully organize what I have to get done. Awesome. Yeah. And I love that you have given yourself structure because I definitely could see how all of us would just sit here and watch YouTube videos all day. <laughs> I think we were working. Are you naturally structured, um, or, or Wendy? I am. I'm a very type A person. I'm very list oriented. I, I find lists very gratifying and I really enjoy checking things off. But I'm also um, an idea inspired kind of worker. So I get more fuel and I go in a direction and sometimes that's a tangent from where my list is at. So I kind of straddle both and it just depends on my mood. And I'm just now barely learning how to harness both for maximum output versus to kind of be fighting upstream when I think I should be doing a list and I'm really kind of in la la land or when I'm in la la land and I need to be focusing on that list. So I think it, I'm just barely now figuring it out. Yeah, I'm a type I. I'm definitely the ideas person, the 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 influence, the imagination, all that stuff. Even though I love Excel and I love organiza organization, my problem is that when I have a choice, that's when I screw up because <laughs> I tend to choose the the influence, the idea, the imagination as opposed to the structure and all that. So you know, just it's important to know who, what type of person you are as well. I think so. I just wanted to add that in. Hey, Doc Rico. Hey, Tasha. So we're talking today about organizing your vision. And what I mentioned at the top of the room was that I want to hear what strategies and tactics and things other folks are using to make sure that you're still 
staying on task with where you want to go, but um, maybe not, uh, you know, you don't have to be necessarily a taskmaster like me, but trying to help keep yourself organized so that you can make progress and that you can move forward. So I just wanted to share some tactics. And so it seems like Rodrigo has some structure and tools and things that he's using. I know I have structure and tools, um, but I know Juan, you've got a lot of different businesses and stuff too. How do you stay organized? Okay, let me get back to you in like two minutes. I'm I'm checking something out. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. Juan is currently organizing himself, so we'll go to Tasha. Oh, um, <laughs> so in terms of organizing tools, is that what you you asked us? No, to just share? in general, you... like as, as you're moving through your journey of entrepreneurship, how are you organizing your vision? So that could even just be you know the courses mm. that you create or the time that you spend creating content versus learning versus teaching others. Just how are you? structuring that for yourself for getting you know accomplishing what you're doing and moving towards your vision so i think it's a bigger question than tools for sure yeah yeah okay thank you um organizing my vision i think you know there's a long time where i didn't organize my vision my vision was just to keep working as hard as possible as many hours as possible and that obviously did not work out well for me and so over the last eight years it's been incorporating my entrepreneurship vision with my personal life and making sure there's an integration of health and rest and play, which is something that is not natural to me. It's not my mode of operation. I'm, I'm also type A, I love a list. And I had to start adding things on my list that weren't producing income or producing products or sales, which is what I'd spent the most of my 20s and early 30s doing. And so in terms of organizing my vision, a lot of my checking in with myself comes from my vision boards and also asking reflective questions daily almost, but at the very least several times a week about, am I in alignment with the kind of mom I want to be, the kind of per partner I want to be? And that allows me to then be fully present when I'm doing my entrepreneurship journey. And so organizing my vision for the impact that we want to have and the ripple effect that we want to have beyond, you know, when we're here anymore. So um, for me, it's looking at metrics, which I, I've gained a lot from your uh, social impact metrics last week, and looking at how I'm embodying what I want for other people who were leading in the healing journey. And so the vision has become more than money, because I've moved out of, you know, survival mode. And now it's more about how we can create an environment, a safe space for the people that we're supporting and and maintaining the, our own embodiment of that, you know, not doing things that are leading to burnout, not doing, not engaging in activities that we know is are going to steal energy rather than fuel us towards that. And so that's just as a daily practice for me of every morning, checking in with myself, what do I need? What do I want? And then asking myself, who do I need to become to have that version, that, that vision that I have and um, doing micro pivots throughout the day uh, and allowing myself some free time, some play time. Um, Rodrigo, my husband is very similar to you. The structure is nice in theory, but if he has choices, the, the structure goes out the window and, and we, it's taken us working together in business to understand that creating some structure allows for spontaneity. And that vision has allowed us to both bring each other to the little bit closer to the middle and be able to be more effective in what we're doing personally and professionally. Yeah, I love the scheduling in the unstructured time because I also do that as well. I have 
purple on my calendar specifically for time that is with me and my dog or that's for working out or whatever. It's my wellness purple time. And I try not to structure that at all. <laughs> it's just whatever I want to do that day. And that's been very helpful for me to still make sure that I get it in every day and that I've had my, you know, daily activities and um, my working out that I really want to stay on my wellness journey and not let entrepreneurship kill that. So there's a lot of, uh, pieces in there that I still structure time for, but I don't structure the activities themselves. Um, and I, I think that it's hard for me to just stay in the idea phase all the time because I do have this tendency to want to move to action. <laughs> like I got to move, I got to move, I got to do something. Um, but one of the ways that I reward myself for progress and action that I take is that time off and having um, some time to say, no, no, I'm not going to do anything that's really um work oriented or whatever, I'm going to go do this other thing. And having that to look forward to also keeps me going when I'm doing the other things. So I don't know if anybody wants to add anything or want if you're back, but I also wanted to reset the room really quickly. We're talking today about organizing your vision. And that's not necessarily the tools only that you use, but it's also the strategies, the tactics, and how you're still continuing to move forward in your journey as an entrepreneur, a social entrepreneur, a nonprofit leader with a vision. So have, how do you make sure that you're still getting to your vision? And one of the things that happened for me this week um, in terms of organizing my vision was I reorganized my website. And I knew the types of things I wanted to do and spend my time on and the types of things I don't like to spend my time on. And, and so even like Tasha was mentioning one of my courses, I created a whole e-course website, um, part of my website, so people can just go and find all my courses in one place really easily. And when I finally saw all the buttons and saw all of the pieces of it, that to me was one of the ways that I felt very gratified because it was almost like a extreme organization of my vision. I was able to finally see the types of products that I want to put out the um, things that I've already done and accomplished that made me feel really good about, oh, you actually have like four courses that are already done. And then even to have enough to bundle it all together into a bundle that people could buy all at once. And so it was really cool because it was almost like a very great visual organization of my vision. But that's only one part of my larger vision, right? But it was very satisfying to be able to see that this weekend. So I don't know if anybody else wants to come up and share. I'll invite you guys up. But um, yeah, Juan, if you're there or if anybody yep. wants to respond, go for it. Um, I was just getting some um, proving chicken right now. That's what you caught me just as I was um, paying the bill. Anyway, um, for me, it's I, I've actually learned my my more modified entrepreneurial skills because I've been doing entrepreneurship for over a decade and uh, about four years ago i started watching wicked tuna and what i learned about them is that um you know if you have if anyone has ever seen the show it's a whole bunch of um individual um, boat owners that go out in in the glasgow massachusetts area and they go um big tuna fishing and they have one goal their vision is that they have when they go out to sea they have to catch a tuna and bring it in and and they have a short period of time to do it. I think it's 12 weeks they can only fish. And this will provide food for their family and funds for the rest of the year unless they do other things. So when I am focused on my business, I know I have a short period window of time because from 5.36 o'clock when my wife comes home, we sit down, we eat dinner, we watch a show, and we have family time. I can't do entrepreneurship 24-7. When I was single, I used, that's, that was my life. I burnt myself out. 
So what I've learned from this show is that you have a short period of a short window because you have other things you need to prioritize in your life to make as much money as you can in that short period of time. And that's what I focus on in the early in the morning when I, I got to do my, my job, my day job. But in the after, in, when I have in the mornings, I do my artwork or I focus on trying to get a new client for my ads. I run, I do um, social media ads. And so I'm like, okay, how much money do I need to bring every month to pay all my bills and not overextend myself? So I know that right now is where I had one ad um, client. But I said, well, I just bought a house and I got to now pay for a child's education, child's coming. So I'm like, I need a second client, a second ad client. And I found a lawyer who runs ads. And I'm like, okay, perfect. I run ads four or five times a month. And this is what I charge. And this is what I get. So I'm very um, deliberate in how I want to grow my business and still have the time available to have time with my family because if not then i can be working 24 7 and get nothing done exhaust myself burn myself out and destroy my marriage so those are my key focus on my vision short period of time how much how much money can i make in that short period of time that will carry me on for the rest of the month for the rest of the year i'm one i'm done speaking Oh, that's interesting. So yeah, just basically finding that balance of what your expenditures are and being able to work towards having the the right balance of time working, time off, and um, you know, it seems like you, even when you're still nine to five, you still have a whole other uh, the other hustle. So <laughs> that's awesome. So yeah, so Rodrigo or Tasha, do you guys have anything else you want to talk about related to this topic? Because I just wanted to introduce it. I'm, there's not really a whole lesson or anything with it this today. It's just sort of an open, free flowing conversation. Yeah, I think I think it is important to you know really figure out what the purpose of your actions are in in terms to your goals, right? So sometimes for me, uh, for example, I might be in the middle of something, and then I realize, damn, I just uh, um, I just skipped from one thing that I thought maybe you know I needed to do to another thing, and maybe it was because it didn't fit what the goal that I was trying to do that day, or Maybe because that uh, that task is easier than the other one, you know. I, I've always been. Uh, uh, I think we've talked about this before, like the Eisenhower matrix, and also like you know eating the frog and different types of kind of prioritization ways of prioritization and getting things done and kind of not letting yourself kind of get disorganized based on all the stuff you got to do. Because as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, you have a lot of stuff that you got to worry about. You got to, you know, not, not only about making money, but also like Doc Rico was saying, like, okay, where does this go? How much is it going to make me? Well, this, this and that. And you got to really sort all that stuff out. And it can be very difficult if you don't have it organized. I always I always tell uh, some of my clients uh, when it comes to uh, co-parenting that a lot of times they are, themselves are not organized because they feel like, hey, the other person knows, you know, what the goal is. You know, or I know what we're, we're we're trying to do. We're trying to raise our kid, blah blah blah. But but sometimes it, it's a little bit more. You know, that's too abstract for the co-parent to figure out. And I've I've recommended it before. I say, hey, you know what? Get yourself a little, you know, an app, and y'all can track each other as far as like what your expenses are, and what you're doing this and what you're doing that. Uh, there's some parenting apps that help with that, 
And the first thing that the, the, the parents have told me is, oh, my God, this has helped me get organized. Oh, my God, this is so, you know, uh, it makes things so much easier when it's on the app and it's color coded and this and that. So anyways, I, I, you know, just to kind of reiterate, I think a lot of times we don't even sometimes people don't even realize that their lives and the way that they're doing things can be significantly improved if they did organize. In other words, they were successful not being organized, but if they took the time to actually organize and put things, you know, kind of uh, uh, the way they should be. And, you know, really, you know, like you said, the title of the room, organize your vision, man, you could accomplish way more than what you're currently accomplishing right now. Yeah, I love the apps too, because apps really do give you almost like no, you know, you can't shamefully hide behind the app when it tells you, no, you're overspending your budget on food or whatever. And that's a hard reality if you're trying to, like um, Juan was saying, if you're trying to manage your expenses and not, uh, you know, work too much or not work too little and you can't afford your lifestyle, it, apps really don't lie to you about that. So it's a great way to track what you're doing. I use Trello, and I think a lot of people have heard me talk about this insane Trello board that I've created, but it's basically the way that I organize my vision. So every 12 weeks, I've just started a new 12-week plan. So every 12 weeks, I do a reorganizing of my vision. But I think, you know, to, to, to kind of continue on Wendy's point, there are a, a stupid amount of apps out there that will help you be organized. If you if you think there's not an app for that, trust me, go into the app store and you will find an app for it. Uh, when I became a mediator and a certified uh, a certified mediator and also a co-parenting coach, I was not aware of the co-parenting tools that are out there. There are some really neat apps that track everything i'm talking about visitation trading of weekends and days and 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 who bought this and it, it and it exports all the information for you and both of y'all can share the app and this and that it's really amazing how these tools have really just proliferated in in various you know uh, industries and, and various uh, um, uh, um uses and, and and the example that i'm giving right now these are parenting apps that help two co-parents that are raising a child, right? It's kind of just formalize everything and have it all in one very manageable interface. So for example, some of my co-parents, they'll be like, well, you know, he traded a weekend with me and then I trade a weekend with them, blah, 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 da, 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 right? And unfortunately they lose track of that. And and, and so what, what are they trying to do? They're trying to Make sure that hey, I you know I gave them this this uh, uh, weekend, and I want to trade weekends and do this and do that, blah blah blah. Anyways, the whole point of that is that there are apps out there that when my parent when my co parent parents they realize the app power the, the power that these apps have, they they don't even they don't even understand it. They're like, wow, what have I been doing all this time without them? Hell, when I discovered them, I was I was just like, wow, why wasn't this available to me? So anyway, my whole point with all that is that. If you are having trouble organizing, if you are having trouble kind of, you know, creating that structure, more than likely there's already an app to do that. And very trade specific, very industry specific. Uh, you know, there, there are apps out there that if you are, for example, a an Uber driver or, you know, somebody that does deliveries or whatever, there are apps that will track all that for you. So in other words, you don't necessarily have to be that organized. You just got to have the right tools that will keep you organized in order to be successful. 
And I think a lot of times we kind of put that onus on us that, oh, we got to do this, we got to do that. No, be resourceful. Use the tools that are available out there to make that job easier. Uh, I want to welcome Erica to the stage. Erica, do you have anything you want to add right now regarding organizing for your vision on our Money Mindset and Manifestation Monday? Hey, guys. No, I just came to... Oh, my, my dog. For the pollo al abrazo, chicken. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I, I want to say, you know, it's oh, just my dog wants to be part of the conversation, but basically... Hold on one second. <laughs> Good points by your dog, okay? That's... That's, Everybody's that, that, having problems. Maybe the dog's reminding me. Please feed me. Please feed the me. Dog, <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Erica. Erica might still be uh, taking care of uh, her pet. But yeah, uh, I wanted to ask Dog Rico. I know this is out on the side, but what kind of chicken did you get? Oh, I love dark meat. I like legs and thighs. No, 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 no. The, 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 the company. Oh, uh, Lima's um, Chicken. Oh, Lima's okay. There, there's another famous uh, man. For some reason, the name escapes me right now. But there's a famous one that's out there in the D.C. area, to South American uh, uh, fried chicken. So, um, the, well, in this D.C. area, there's um, Sardi's, Lima's chicken, um, chicken rico, super chicken, and um, pollo rico. Wow. No, there's only Sardi's. Sardi's is the one, but also Sardi's has another one in Germantown that's. Um, I forgot what it's called, but it's it's basically the same group of Sardis, okay. and that is the Okay, jam. so hold on a minute. Um, I've been to Sardis. I love Sardis chicken, but I can't stand their sauce. I actually went to the manager. Excuse me, sir. Um, this sauce is not Peruvian. He goes, how do you mean? He goes, I know what a Peruvian sauce is. This is not. He goes, can I ask you, who are the owners? And they're like, the owner's Peruvian. He goes, yes. The husband's Peruvian. The wife is Salvadorian. He goes, aha, that explains it. That sauce is Salvadorian, not Peruvian. And then they admit it. goes, yeah. <laughs> they probably need to do a better job of organizing their vision so that it doesn't, you know, result into these different flavors going into something that you didn't expect. Yeah, the, for a long time, they had the, the traditional proven yellow sauce, and then they went to this creamy white sauce, which is not bad. I'm not going to say it's not a good sauce. It's a good sauce, too. I usually dip my French fries in it because it has that creamy, it's sort of like a ranchy taste, which is great with my French fries. But uh, it's not Peruvian. I mean, I'm I'm trying to keep it as authentic as possible if I can. Oh, they had the yellow sauce at Pika. Pika is the one I was thinking of. This in Germantown, but I don't uh, know. Maybe yeah. they maybe never they been changed. to Pika. I, I don't. Oh, you I should go to in, Pika. I'm nowhere near Germantown. That's like about 45 minutes from my house. Well, when I move back to DC, I'll make you come visit and <laughs> go to Pika. <laughs> But yeah, so we're going to do like about a 30 minute room today, guys, because I'm still having a bunch of I, I need to not work in this environment. So I'm going to have to leave my house because I have a webinar soon. I've got to find a place to do it. So let's just chit chat, Erica. Let's check in with you. And then we'll end up closing up the room because I'm having these fire alarm issues. Um, but yeah, it was a good conversation. I think my dog's already. <laughs> if you want me to go for it. Yes, um, yes, go for it. I want to say Okay. Uh, I want to share that, you know, I... I'm very basic because my plans is uh, basically, or I do uh, travel advice and also I do programs with the with uh, you know people that goes to Peru. So what I what normally helps go and calendar. So that give me a little bit. It's not like I need to work on time, but I I know the dates and so we 
that I get an alarm. Okay, I need to work on these, you know, that day. And then I need to get ready. And that reminds me also, like, every week I need to send these emails to the travelers to get, you know, tips and uh, things like that. I think that will be, for me, helpful. But I want to say, you know, in the time that it was pandemic and everything, it was kind of a slow me down and just getting back into it, it takes me time. So any any tips, I will be more than happy to to get, so to, <laughs> to receive from you. But yeah, that's what I do, is basically Google and my Apple Watch, if I put the reminders, that will help too. But yeah, I wanna say that also my husband is the one that goes with the Excel, with, with the cheats, all that stuff is into him. So I'm trying to be good about it, but it's, it's a little, like it's really hard to get back on, on the whole scheduling and stuff. Yeah, that's me. So thank you guys. Yeah, I like I was saying before, I use Trello to do that um, kind of weekly, monthly scheduling. And then I, I transfer that into my Google Calendar with different color time blocks. And then that's how I keep myself. And so the, t the calendar will go to my iPad, it goes to my computer, it goes to my phone. And so all of the reminders that come through, it's um, either time that I've blocked myself or time that Calendly has set up a meeting for me. So if people register on Calendly, then the meeting automatically goes to my calendar. And then when I'm doing my time blocking in the beginning of the week, I look to see what Calendly has booked me for the week. And I have my Calendly set up to where you can't book an appointment unless it's 24 hours before in advance with me. So that way I know on my calendar the day before I can look at it and I could see what time people have set up appointments with me for. And if they're hour appointments or 15 minute appointments or whatever, and then I make sure to double check my time blocks so that if I had, um, say an hour blocked off but somebody booked a 15 minute, I know that, okay, in the middle of social media scheduling, I need to stop and do the 15 minute, but then I can go back to my social media scheduling as, as soon as I finish that 15 minute. And then that really helps me stay focused in that 15 minute conversation to end it on time, because I know for the rest of the duration of the hour, I'm gonna go back to social media marketing. So I don't know if that helps you, Erica, about how to like kind of switch gears back and forth between the client meetings and other things, but I just try to work it in with the automation ahead of time so they don't conflict and then when I'm doing the checks for my scheduling and my time I look for conflicts and try to um, the day before try to deduplicate things or move things around so I'm a little old school sometimes and remember, I have a full-time job and a business I sometimes I have a um, I actually have a book a calendar book that I just put everything I need to do both for work and for business and for family, and I just my checklist, and then I just go to my different calendars. Unfortunately, I can't integrate my work business, my work calendar with my personal calendar, because I don't want to be like, oh my god, why is why are you uh, linking up to your your personal calendar? So that's it, it. That's like the only challenge I have there of linking up my syncing up my work calendar with my personal. Because I don't want you can you fix could, that though. You can fix that. You can because you have an iPhone, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you can add multiple calendars to your iPhone. And this is great if anybody doesn't know this. You can um, literally set it to have multiple calendars. So it, you can have, still have them separate, but it'll still come into the same phone. Have you ever had an idea that you thought was too big or something that you just weren't sure you were going to be able to do? Maybe your idea seems like it's not that important right now, you don't want to pursue it, or you just don't have time. 
A lot of the things that we have as barriers in our brain are the things holding us back from making big ideas happen. I'm Wendy V and I have an accelerator for you. The idea to action accelerator is guaranteed to level up your impact instantly. I teach you how to go from zero to 60 in just five days. We go over mindset barriers, all of the things that are holding you back from funneling your ideas into action. We are going to spend five days working on your biggest ideas. We'll prioritize, we'll plan, and we'll make sure that you have the tools you need to be successful at launching your idea into the world. Whether that's a service, product, program, nonprofit, or business, it does not matter. This process works for all of those things. I hope you'll join me for this live five-day accelerator. Can't wait to share this process with you. To get into the next accelerator, you need to go over to my website, join my email list, and also you can register directly on my website via the show notes, and you will be in the next accelerator cohort. Can't wait to see you there. We want to make sure that your big ideas happen and they happen soon. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Social Impact Level Up podcast. For me, Wendy V, and my co-host, Rodrigo Bravo, we sincerely appreciate your follows, your likes, your subscribes, and your shares. Make sure that you're reaching out to us on social media. We'd love to hear from you. Have a wonderful day, and remember, keep changing the world.